0: Nice to be home away from home. We love Pastor Marco, Pastor Lindsay, and uh, we really are family, amen? Amen. And um, you know, Pastor Marco asked if I can come and continue on our series and building a strong family. I thank God for my wife because she's the one who really keeps our family together. I thank God for moms. I thank God for wives, amen? Thank you, Lori. It's my wife, Lori. But Pastor Marco, um, he asked us to come, and we were talking the other day, and and I said, oh, great. um, But then he said, "Uh, but, you know, we're not going to be able to go out and eat after church. And I said, are you kidding? I said, you invite an Italian to come and preach, and we're not going to go out and eat? He's on some type of um, water and string bean diet. It's like Jack and the Beanstalk diet. I'm on a seafood diet. I eat everything I can see. (laughs) But it's good to be with you. If you have your Bible, let's lift them up. Your iPad, your iPhone, whatever you use. Let's ask the Holy Spirit to speak to us today. Father, we thank you, Lord, for the presence of your Spirit here today. We thank you for the house of God. Where would we be without your church, Lord? and we pray god that the power of your spirit would bring change to us today i pray that there would be healing deliverance there would be freedom lord that you would give us a breakthrough in our families breakthrough in our marriages breakthrough with our children breakthrough lord in every aspect of our lives and we thank you for the word lord empower us today in jesus name and everyone said nice and loud And then say hello to someone next to you before you're seated. Amen, amen. I love this topic. We have three children and four grandchildren and one more on the way. And so we're doing our part to build strong families. But it's good to be here with you. I thank God that we are part of a church that has a covering of strong families. We can all be grateful for that. And it's never too late to work on your family. God is a restoring God. And come on, let's thank God that He's a God of (laughs) restoration. He's a God who's able to do above all you ask or think. But today, I want to focus in on speaking about the presence of the Holy Spirit. We talk a little bit, you know, about the Holy Spirit, the third person of the Godhead, but I wanna talk about the presence of the Holy Spirit. You know, people have a presence. When someone walks in a room, you know they're there. Demon spirits have a presence. You ever get the heebie-jeebies it's because you you feel danger, You you know something is evil, that's in the room or, or where you're at. But the Holy Spirit has a presence as well. So I want to talk about the presence of the Holy Spirit because it's the presence of the Holy Spirit, the helper that Jesus has given us that can help you and I build strong lives, strong families, and that's the promise that God has given us and we thank jesus that he didn't leave us alone but we have some help and turn to your neighbor and say hey thank god we have some help come on we all need help especially in building strong families but i want to look at this passage of scripture in first chronicles 13 14 the bible says the ark of god remained with the family of obed edom in his house for three months And the Lord blessed his household and everything he had. Said everything. Say everything. Everything. See, the ark of the covenant that we read about in Exodus was a box that God had told Moses he wanted built. And it wasn't just an ordinary box. This box contained the very presence of the Holy Spirit. It's so interesting that this item contained the presence of the Holy Spirit. And so we see in the book of Exodus that God says to Moses, listen, build this ark. And It was made out of Acadia wood, and it was layered with gold. And, and, um, you know, you can look up the Ark of the Covenant. How many of you saw Raiders of the Lost Ark? How many old people here who, come on, that was one of my favorite movies. But you know, the Ark of the Covenant, it carried the presence of God. The very presence of God. And so, we see that when the presence of God was in old Obed-Edom's house, everything was blessed. Everything was blessed. His marriage was blessed. His kids were blessed. His cattle was blessed. His little dog was blessed. And even his cat, that's a, that's a tough one. Even his cat was blessed. Everything in his house was blessed because the presence of God entered his house. And I was reading this scripture and the presence of God was in Obed-Edom's house for three months. And everything changed. And I say, Lord, if we can focus on your presence, if we can focus on inviting your spirit into our homes, in three months' time, everything can change. Come on. Come on. God can work quickly in your home with his presence. And so we, we see in these passages of Scripture that although God is huge, God is omnipotent. He's all-powerful. He's omniscient. He's all-knowing. He's omnipresent. He's everywhere. We read in this passage of Scripture something really interesting, that God localized his presence. He localized his presence. This mighty God localizes his presence. We see first, and we can look at this scripture in Exodus 25, 8, that the presence of God comes to the tabernacle of Moses, the tent of meeting, which is a picture of the church. And it says, and let them make me a sanctuary that I may dwell in their midst. You ever wonder why so many lives are changed once they start coming to church? Because the presence of God is localized. The presence of God comes to the place of meeting, the church. People discount the church. People say, oh, I don't need church, I just need God. That's not what the Bible says. The presence of God comes to a place. We see it in in Moses' day and it continues on in this day. But even more so than the church, we also see that God localized the presence of the Holy Spirit in this chest called the Ark of the Covenant. His presence came and we read in Exodus 25, 22, There I will meet you on the Ark of the Testimony. I will speak to you. And I'm here today to tell you that the Holy Spirit wants to be in your chest. In your home, in your ark, the Holy Spirit's presence wants to be not only in church on Sunday, but you and I need his presence in our local place which is our home, come on. He wants to be in your house. That's what changes everything. The presence of the Holy Spirit. Give God a few months. Seek him with all your heart and see if your marriage doesn't start to change. See if your relationship with your children don't start to change. See if you don't start to change. We need the presence of the Holy Spirit. It changes everything. You know, our home has always been a place where people like to visit. I think one of the reasons is because my wife's a great cook. And so, you know, our, our house was always a hangout with our three kids. All the neighborhood kids came over our home. Some of those kids are here today. Come on, here's a shout out from some of you. Some of those kids are here today. They would come over. They would eat all of our food. I remember one day coming home. You ever ever just have have, have like a, a need to eat a certain type of food? Well. I don't know what got in me, but I needed to eat a banana, all right? And so I'm like, oh, I can't, I, I, I can't wait to get home and eat a banana. So I get home, because I know we left, when I left for work in the morning, you know, we had like at least six to seven bananas. I come home, there's not one banana left. And so I go to my boys and I say, what happened to all the bananas? And they said, oh, one of their friends ate them, ate them all. Not just one, all. And so I go up to the friend when it comes over. and say, hey, couldn't you at least leave me one banana? And he says, oh, I'm so sorry, Pastor Ron. I'm so sorry, Pastor Ron. So the next time I, I come home, have my wife buy a bunch of bananas, I come home, and he took a black marker, and he wrote on every single banana, Pastor Ron, Pastor Ron, Pastor Ron, Pastor Ron. And then he left one without my name on it. That was for him. (laughs) But our home was a place where everyone wanted to come to. And it wasn't just because of the food. It was because they sensed the presence of God. My wife had a home daycare for 12 years. And she took in kids from all different types of people. And it was interesting that the parents would come and they did not want to leave. We're like, hey, get out of here. Take your kids. Get out of here. You know, they they would sit at the table and they wouldn't want to leave. And they would say things like, there's so much peace in this house. And they would ask my wife, hey, why do my kids behave so well here and not at home? Because we had a covering. We had the presence of the Holy Spirit in our home. We read in Galatians 5.22. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, forbearance, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. See, if you need more love, you need more of the Holy Spirit. If you need more forgiveness, you need more of the Holy Spirit. If you need more joy, you need more of the Holy Spirit. If you need more faithfulness, you need the help, the helper, the Holy Spirit. He's everything. You know, God's really been speaking to me about the presence of the Holy Spirit. I told Pastor Markle this, this past week, I mean, God's really been speaking to me deeply, and it started when I visited an old friend a couple of weeks ago at the hospital, and he had been in the hospital for about five weeks, and um, and he was a, a good friend to me when I first came to the Lord about 40 years ago. You know, I was a, a, a long-haired rock and roll hippie, yeah. sinner, and he really took an interest in me. He was a single, I was a single, and he would encourage me, you know, Ron, your life's going to change. Your life's going to change. Just keep coming to church. Keep coming to church. Ron, you know, you need to make new friends. The friends you're hanging out with are not good for you. You know that. And he was just a, a strength to me. And, and we became good friends. And um, and I went to see him in the hospital. And it just shocked me when I saw him. Because he had lost about 40 pounds. And he was really, really sick. And... Um, And as we spoke about Jesus, the Holy Spirit just filled that room so powerfully. And I could hardly talk. I started weeping and wiping my tears away. And I was feeling the presence of the Holy Spirit. And um, you know you can be in church. You can do the do's, not do the don'ts. And you can forget about the presence of the Holy Spirit. You know, Jesus brought salvation to us, but it's the Holy Spirit that gets you saved. It's the Holy Spirit. And so his presence was so overwhelming. And as I was in his presence, God God started like downloading, like speaking just to me deeply. Like it was like a like a movie was happening. It was the Holy Spirit's present. And he started reminding me and asking me questions. He said, Ron, do you remember the dream that you had before you got saved? And, uh, and I said, you know, I was, talk, I was talking to my friend. I'm hearing God speak to me. And I started thinking of the, of the dream. And, he said, and the Lord said, what happened? I wasn't saved. I was an unbelieving sinner. I was a humanist. I was, I was an unbeliever. And the Lord appeared to me in a dream. But before I actually saw the figure of Jesus, I was standing in a, a midst of white clouds. There was nothing there. There was no one there. But the presence of the Holy Spirit was in this place. And in that presence, I started shaking. I started feeling the weight of my sin I started seeing who I really was. And I, I was so ashamed of who I was as a sinner. And, and the Holy Spirit's presence was doing all that to me, convicting me, bringing truth to me. And then out of the white clouds, I see Jesus appears and he, long hair, white robe, and he held his arms to me and he welcomed me and he put his arms around me. And, he, and I kept saying to him, because he, I felt his unconditional love, and I kept saying to him, "But Jesus, I'm a sinner. I'm a sinner. I'm a sinner." But he just loved me. God loves you, the way you are, as broken as you might be. God loves you. And uh, and 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 then he 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 spoke to me, and he said, "Ron." He took a stack of white cards out, pulls one out, and my name was on it. He says, "Ron, I throw your name into heaven," and he threw. The card, and, and that started the process of me seeking God. See, the Holy Spirit is the one who, who causes you to seek God, the Holy Spirit is the one who draws you to church. You're not here by coincidence. Somehow you were touched by the presence of the Holy Spirit. And then God started saying to me, That was my presence that changed you, Ron. And then God reminded me of when I invited my sister to church and she was an unbeliever too, but she saw the change in my life and she, was, she knew something happened. And so I would tell her, come to church, come to church. And one day she finally came and my sister had migraines every single day for hours. And she wasn't feeling good. She had a migraine. I said, you know, Patty, just come, just come, just come. So she came And in the worship, that's how powerful worship is. In the worship, she has a migraine in an auditorium in a school. She's sitting there. She feels a hand on her head. She turns around to see who's touching her. No one was there. And all of a sudden, her migraine left, and she never got migraines since that day. Come on. Who touched her? It was the presence of the Holy Spirit. The presence of the Holy Spirit is what touched her. I feel the presence of the Holy Spirit now in this room. I believe God's going to touch some of you deeply today. But in that hospital room, God started speaking to me about the presence of the Holy Spirit. I remember my son, Michael, who Pastor Marco talked about, he was going through a real tough time in his life as a teenager, became a teenager, and, and, you know, we'd have to force him to do things, force him to go to church, force him to go to youth group, which, parents, I suggest you do. You're the parent. You're the parent. And some things are just, you know... (laughs) You just have to tell your kids, I know what's good for you. You don't. And we're not going to live by emotions in this house. We're going to just live by the word of the Lord. But he was going through a tough time, and and we began to fast and pray. We decided we're going to fast and pray that Michael would have an experience with the presence of the Holy Spirit. See, your kids have to get saved, too. Your kids have to get saved, too. Every person needs an encounter with the Holy Spirit. You don't ascend to God through your mind. You are touched by the Holy Spirit. So we began to fast and pray, and there was a youth conference coming up, and we decided, hey, we're going to send them to this youth conference. He didn't want to go, and we said, you don't have a choice. You're going. And so he went to this youth conference, and it was around it was late, very late at night. I think it was close to midnight. We get a phone call. And, uh, and it was with the youth leader and said, you got to listen to this. And he puts his phone next to my son who was on the floor rolling around speaking in tongues a thousand miles an hour. Says, your son has been doing this for two hours. He's been touched by the Holy Spirit. I thank God for the Holy Spirit. See, the Holy Spirit can do what you can't do. The Holy Spirit can do what I can't do. He had good parents, he had a great church, he had a great youth ministry, but he needed a touch from the Holy Spirit. We all need a touch from the Holy Spirit and he's here to touch us today. A couple of weeks ago, we had some family from Italy come and and they stayed over and I was sitting at the table, everyone had gone to bed and I was sitting at the table with my cousin, and, uh, and he has uh, two, two children, and so they all went to bed. We were sitting at the table, and as, as I was talking to him, all of a sudden, I felt the presence of the Holy Spirit. You know, you can sense the presence of the Holy Spirit if you would just be in tune. And I felt the presence of the Holy Spirit as I was talking to him. And I felt the Lord say to me, I'm here. Talk to your cousin about Jesus. And I started talking to him about Jesus. And as I was talking to him about Jesus, I felt more of the presence of the Holy Spirit. You know, you start talking about Jesus, the Holy Spirit is drawn to you. The Holy Spirit comes. And so, and I I felt the Lord spoke to me right at that point and said, talk to your cousin, ask him if he would like to invite Jesus in his heart. But as I was talking about Jesus, his eyes began to water. My eyes began to water because we felt the presence. The presence of the Lord was in the kitchen. God localizes his presence, right? And so, and I asked, and I said, um, would you like to inv- invite Jesus into your heart? And he said, yes. And we prayed. And he was tearing. I was tearing. And I said, Lord, you can do what I can't do. When your presence comes, everything changes. Lord, we want more of your presence. We need more of your presence. See, when I was in the hospital room with my old friend, I didn't realize that he would The last time I visited visited him, I did not realize that he was going to die and go to heaven. And the Holy Spirit's presence was so strong, I thought that he was going to be healed. But God ultimately showed all of us that the Holy Spirit's presence was so strong because he was drawing closer to God he was drawing closer to heaven. Let me tell you, and, and how did he do that? And, and, and he was reading his word like never before. He was talking about Jesus more than ever. He was thanking God for every little thing. And he kept thanking, he was telling me how grateful he was for his life and how grateful he was for his family, how grateful he was for his wife. See, you want to build a strong family? The Holy Spirit comes and starts showing you how blessed you are. Thank you, Jesus. I love my wife. You want to love your wife more? Get in the presence of the Holy Spirit. You want to love your husband more? Get in the presence of your Holy Spirit. You stop seeing the flaws. You start seeing with God's eyes, with gratitude, with thanksgiving. That's what the presence of the Holy Spirit does. There were three items in the ark one was manna, which represents the Word of God the bread of life. One was Aaron's rod that budded, which represented the shepherd's rod, the shepherd's staff. It represented, because it budded that Jesus is the life giver. And then there were the two tablets, which were the Ten Commandments, representing representing God's eternal law. See, Even in the Old Testament, the Lord is pointing out what are the most important things that we need to have in our lives. What are the most important things we need to have in our families? God's word. Our worship of Jesus. True worship of Jesus. And living by his commandments. These three things will draw the presence of the Holy Spirit into your home. King David was extremely concerned with the presence of the Holy Spirit. So much so that he says we need to get the Ark of the Covenant and bring it to our home in Jerusalem, to the city of Jerusalem. King Saul wasn't concerned about the Ark of the Covenant. He wasn't too concerned about the presence of the Holy Spirit. And you see the difference in those two lives. You see a difference in how God was able to restore David and use his son, his legacy, to build his house because David was concerned about the presence of the Holy Spirit. See, David knew that when he worshiped with his little sheep, it was the presence of the Holy Spirit that would come on him. Others knew, including King Saul, that David had something others didn't have. He had the presence of the Holy Spirit, and that's why Saul would call for David to come and worship so that he would be delivered of his demons because he had the presence of the Holy Spirit. David knew that when he went against Goliath, it wasn't because he was great with a slingshot he was placing his faith in the presence of the Holy Spirit that he entertained so much in his life. That's why we read that David was the one who said in Psalm fifty-one, eleven: cast me not away from thy presence, Lord. Take not your Holy Spirit from me. That needs to be a cry of our hearts. Holy Spirit, I need you. I need your help. I need your help every day in my life. We need your help in our home. I need your help in my marriage. I need your help in raising our children. I need your help in our finances. I need your help in giving me wisdom and helping me make the right decisions. Jesus has given you and I as believers something the world does not know, the Bible says, and does not have, and that's the Holy Spirit and his presence. Can I have the worship team come? See, do you need to to kill some Goliaths in your life? You can't do it. There's some things that you just don't have the capacity to change. But you have the Holy Spirit. You get into his presence. You start opening up your heart and calling upon the Holy Spirit. He will do what you can't do. Some of you, you need the Holy Spirit to deliver you from addictions. You've tried, you love Jesus, but you struggle. God has a solution, yet in the presence of the Holy Spirit. Give him three months of his presence coming with you in your car, in your house coming to the altar you know I would, when I got saved I had so many hang ups and addictions I loved Jesus Jesus appeared to me in a dream but I struggled I wanted to, to get set free I, I didn't have the power I didn't have the strength I didn't have the ability I would come to church every week and I would come to the altar and I said I need prayer I need to be touched I can't do it I'm trying Uh, I do good when I'm in church, but then I don't do good when I leave church. I would come every week, and it was the presence of the Holy Spirit and God seeing my desperation and my hunger that one day he touched me so deeply that I felt completely different. I said, I'm not hung up anymore, and I left, and that was the change in my life. God wants to touch you today. When we all stand, do you need freedom from depression, anxiety? Are you struggling in your marriage? Do you have unforgiveness? Do you have hurts that you've carried for years and you can't shake? The Holy Spirit can take that from you in an instant. In an instant. When the dove flew off, Noah's Ark and he had no place to land at Dove, the Holy Spirit he came back to Noah because he knew Noah would welcome him will you welcome the Holy Spirit to touch you today if you never invited Jesus into your heart, you kind of know about him, maybe even come in church a little bit but you haven't been touched deeply by the Holy Spirit Today, God brought you here to be touched by him. Can have every head bow, eyes closed? Thank you, Jesus. Holy Spirit, we welcome you. Holy Spirit, we welcome you. I pray, Holy Spirit, that you bring salvation today. I pray, Holy Spirit, you restore marriages today. I pray, Holy Spirit, you set people free from addictions today. I pray, Holy Spirit... Suicidal thoughts would be broken today. Anxiety would be broken today. Lord, I pray, Holy Spirit, that you do even physical miracles today. If people leave this place delivered, free, empowered, Lord, I pray for our, our identities today. They would have peace in knowing that you love us, you don't condemn us, you have a purpose and plan for our lives. We welcome you, Holy Spirit. If you've never received Jesus in your heart, or you need to recommit your heart to Jesus, I want you to lift your hand to Jesus right now. See, Jesus, you're talking to me. Come on, his hand's all over the place. God sees you. He loves you. He brought you here. He has a purpose for your life. He doesn't condemn you. He died for your sins. Today's your day of salvation. Pray this prayer with me. Let's all pray. Repeat after me. Dear Jesus, forgive me of all my sins. I receive you as my Lord and Savior. I ask you to fill me with your Holy Spirit and deliver me from evil. Write my name in the book of life and help me to live for you in Jesus' name. Amen, 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 amen. Thank you, Jesus. Let's give praise for those who receive Jesus. Amen.